you're tuned in to the Restaurant Rockstars Podcast. Powerful ideas to rock your restaurant. Here's your host, Roger Bodwin. Hey guys, it's Roger back at you from Restaurant Rockstars and I am super excited. I just got back from an amazing couple of weeks in the Bahamas where of course the water is crystal clear, green turquoise, the sun was beaming down and beautiful and I just got really inspired to record a couple of podcasts on the exit strategy. Now exit strategy probably means different things to different people but maybe someday you want to sell your restaurant or restaurants like I did or maybe you want to manage your operation from afar where your staff has your back, or maybe build an empire. But either way, we're talking about an exit strategy. So listen to these upcoming episodes. They're coming up in the next couple of weeks. I'm excited to present them to you. In today's episode, this is the final episode in a series of several that are based on my book, Rock Your Restaurant, where my friend and fellow industry pro, Jamie Oikel of RunningRestaurants.com, talk about some critical but simple financial systems that you can put into place in your restaurant today to maximize your profits. We've talked about costing out your menu for maximum profitability, comparing items on a product mix report to see which are your most popular items, and hopefully those are your most profitable, as well as simple inventory systems. In today's episode, we're going to go over the daily break-even, or why and when you should close your restaurant. You just might find out that you could save yourself thousands of dollars a year by closing a night or two, and I'll tell you exactly why you should do that. Before we get into that, I want to remind you that this episode is brought to you by a cool company called Blue Cart. Now, Blue Cart's a one-stop shop where you can order all your products, everything literally that your restaurant orders from food to beverages to supplies to napkins, you name it, All from one platform with just one click. But the coolest thing about Blue Cart is it's free for your restaurant and free for your suppliers. Everyone likes that word free. I'm not kidding. It's free. You can actually save money on your labor cost every order. You can get it two times faster with fewer returns. And one of the things I like best is it also minimizes waste. So you can save time and money. Why not get a free demo at www.bluecart.com. And I really appreciate your listening. Here goes the next episode on Daily Breakeven. Hey, everyone. It's Jamie Oikel from RunningRestaurants.com, along with my man, Rockin' Roger Bodwin from RestaurantRockstars.com. What's going on, Roger? Hey, James. How's it going, man? Good to talk to you again. Thanks, man. I'm doing awesome here. Uh, listen, today we are going to be wrapping up our series of calls, which are based on Roger's book, which is called Rock Your Restaurant. It's an absolute must-own for every operator, so definitely go check that out. So we've been digging deeper on each of the 13 spreadsheets that accompany the book and talking about how to get those key systems of menu costing, food costs, and labor expenses working efficiently so your restaurant can be profitable. Well, the rubber is going to hit the road today as we look at the break-even analysis. And so you're going to ask yourself which side of the equation you're on, and hopefully it is the good side. Um, This is key numbers that you have to know and have to be able to answer for your business, so we're going to talk about it today. Uh, Roger is a longtime restaurant operator with 20-plus years' experience in the biz. Uh, He's now a restaurant coach and consultant and trainer and speaker and author, sharing all this hard-earned wisdom with others in the business. Roger is completely fanatical about pulling profits out of the restaurant machine 
And uh, so along with this book, Roger has created a customer service program called Sales Stars, as well as the Soup to Nuts program on how to run a profitable restaurant, and that's called the Restaurant Academy. So anyway, when it comes to numbers, Roger is completely dialed in. So let's talk about this, Raj, the break-even analysis. Let's, let's walk through it. Go ahead. Well, you know, this is one of the most important numbers that your restaurant uh, needs to figure out if you don't already know it. The break-even essentially determines that point at which you're neither making money nor losing money based on how many customers you're serving. So there's lots of restaurants out there that, let's face it, um, in any restaurant USA in America, not every night is a slamming Saturday night. There's going to be slow nights. Unless you're in a major tourist attraction like Las Vegas on the Strip, where you got constant stream of traffic, you really need to figure out what your daily break-even is because you might be losing money on a slow night and not even be aware of it. So the break-even spreadsheet is as simple as making a list of two things. Now, bear with me because I know not everybody is a numbers person, but I'm going to try and make it real simple. So you make a list of all of the costs that you have in your restaurant. And if you need help with this, um, pulling it out of your profit and loss statement or go talk to your CPA, your accountant, or your bookkeeper, they can help you out. But you make a list of first your fixed costs. So what's a fixed cost? Those are all the items that you have to pay for in your restaurant, whether your doors are open or closed. And these are things like, you know, your rent or your mortgage payment, your telephone, your internet, your cable, your insurances, all those things. I mean, you're paying on a monthly basis whether the doors are shut or the doors are open. So you make a list of all of those things first, and then you make a list of your variable costs. Now, those are expenses that change with sales volume, okay? And the biggest ones, of course, are your food and your labor costs. So if your restaurant is closed on certain days, obviously your payroll goes down, your food costs goes down, or, or your purchases go down because you're not open, you're not actually using those items, right? Um, other things would be credit card fees or propane or fuel oil, that sort of thing. Um, electricity is another variable cost. So now that you understand the difference between those two costs, you make a list on a piece of paper or use my spreadsheet, which is really turnkey and automated in the book, and you and you list all of these things on a monthly basis because we pay these things mostly on a monthly basis. So now you've got 30 days of food and labor costs and electricity and your mortgage payment and your insurances and your cable and your internet and music licensing fees and repairs and maintenance, try not to miss anything because accuracy is really, really important. If you're writing a check for it every month, then it needs to go on this spreadsheet. So once you've got a list of all those things on a 30-day basis, then you simply divide by 30, and that gives you a total for each day. And when you add up that total, you know, maybe it's $900, maybe it's $1,000. That's what you need to at least sell every single day in your restaurant to neither make money nor lose money. And why would you want to close? Well, you know, there's a couple reasons for that. Um, if you find out that on consistently Mondays or Tuesdays or whatever day, you know, you're not reaching a break-even point week after week after week. you got two options. You run a special promotion to drive extra business on that night or you close your doors because you'll find out that Based on closing, you're going to lose less money than you would if you were open. That's as simple as it gets. So I want to probe you back on a couple of things here because, yep. sure, we can go through the items uh, with our – hopefully we're tracking all these things as, our, as an operator with our accountant folks and, and keeping track of all this and knowing the numbers. But 
that actually is, is actually step A because you, you've, you've had this conversation of walking into a new client and I think the first question you like to ask is, hey, what's your break-even point? And sometimes that will just lead to a blank stare, right? Like not knowing that number. Yes, more often um, than not. Absolutely. Yeah, so like, if you – yeah, so that just that piece alone of knowing that um, on an average day um, you got to be making you know fifteen hundred fifteen hundred bucks for just as a, a number from nowhere. Yeah, exactly. Um, otherwise, otherwise don't even don't even wake up in the morning um, and so forth. So um, let's let's go let's go back to so you, so now we know our number and let's let's say let's 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 just say it's three thousand dollars. We know that we need to average that for the day, and we know that on our on our Monday we've been pulling in. One third of that, just a thousand bucks, and so we mm-hmm. know Monday is really struggling. So just as you talked about, we have two choices, right? Either figure something out or, or, or close on that day. And you told me a story uh, in the past about how you you had a you had a day in your restaurant that was super slow and came up with an idea that actually turned it around, completely kicked butt. So so share that idea, and that'll maybe spur some people to brainstorm a little bit about how, what they can do in, the, in their place. Yeah, my restaurant was open for a year or two, um, and this goes back twenty years. But it actually became a tradition because this night became a huge, huge, huge thing locally in, in my um, market area. But essentially it was a Tuesday, and Tuesdays week after week after week were just super slow. And, and you'll see that when you have a slow night, the morale of the staff just kind of goes down because people are standing around. It's depressing to be there, first of all, because you're trying everything you can to keep your people busy. Go sweep the floor. Go wash the windows. You know, it's one of those kind of things, right? And then the service team, they're not making any tips because the customers aren't coming in the door. It's a real downer. So we had a Tuesday that was like that consistently. And we came up with a promotion that, you know, everyone's heard that term, lost leader. So you figure out something that you can afford to sell at very, very low profit or no profit at all if you can find another way to make money on that night. For us, it was pizza. I mean, we had a wood-fired brick oven pizza restaurant. You know, that was our cornerstone product. And, uh, you know, we made our own dough. We made our own sauce. It was a very profitable product, and we could afford to charge a little money for it. So on a Tuesday when the tourists weren't around, we created a local night that we called $5 Pizza. And we gave, uh, we sold $5 two-topping pizzas, and we had one size pizza. They were 12-inch, and they were personal pizzas. Sometimes people share them because very few people could eat the whole thing by themselves. So it was a great value. It was a delicious wood-fired brick oven two-topping pizza for 5 bucks. And it took, you know, a week or two or three for it to gain some momentum. But people had so much fun that next thing you know, the buzz was out there in the marketplace. And it became like an 18-year institution in my restaurant. But the kicker was... We sold lots and lots of alcohol because it became a really, really social event where everybody wanted to be there just because everybody they knew was there. You know, it became the thing to do on a Tuesday night at our um, in our town, and just everybody who knew anybody would show up and get their $5 pizza. And uh, it became so huge that we quickly um, weren't able to obviously um, have the capacity to, you know, make 200 pizzas all at once. So then we had to offer some other items, you know, from the grill line, from the saute line, and it rounded itself out. So it became $5 pizza, $5 burger, $5 pasta night, all that kind of stuff. But it was super huge, and it was a great promotion. So if you find that you've got a regular, consistent night that you're just not, you know, driving the traffic and it's really kind of depressing to watch your staff stand around, put your thinking cap on. What can you offer to create excitement at a low price where you can sell drinks from your bar or 
some other item that it's still profitable to open on that night. And that's just one example. You know, we did a family night on Sundays because Sunday was a little bit slower too, and we made it super fun for the kids to come in. And, you know, we we go far beyond the coloring sheets. I mean, we'd hire a clown to come in and tie balloon animals and keep the kids occupied. We called it kids camp, you know, and the parents loved it because, Let's face it, parents want a night out where they can just have fun. They don't have to cook, but they don't want to entertain the kids. So if you can do that for them and show the parents a fun night out, then you're going to drive business on that slow night as well. So we had success with both of those promotions. Yeah, I think that's great. And I, I think the, the important part there, you said, put your thinking caps on about what you can do in your market because we've all been in a, in a, in a restaurant and it's having a slow night, and you're, and you're sitting there going, oh, my God, how can these people stay in business? Like you're asking that question, and yeah. and you're you're like, wow, I hope they make it. And, and, and a lot of restaurants go through that problem, and it should not be the case. And, and we've, I've done other calls with you and, and, and other folks where we talk about marketing and, you know, and chains versus independence and, you know, the, the advantages we have. But, but at the end of the day, your customers have a lot of places to choose. And they get busy during the week. There's kids, there's kids activities and plays and sports and, and uh, drama and karate and everything else. Um, but people also need to eat, so you've you got to come up with a plan to get them in and, and, and fill your stuff. Besides, it's easy to be busy on Friday and Saturday, but you've got to have, you gotta have a full business. And so you talked about the kids stuff, the excitement. But what happens if you've tried everything and that, that, that stubborn slow night just is persistent? Uh, what's your advice there? Give your staff a night off. Take the night off yourself. Spend it with your family. Save yourself some money and come back the next day re-energized to rock and roll your restaurant. Yeah, so as simple as that. I mean, if you can't work, just close close the doors, turn off the light, and, and, and regroup, right? Absolutely. No, it really is true. I mean, you will literally, if your sales are consistently below your break-even point, you're losing more money by being open than you are being closed, so it just makes sense to close your restaurant. I mean, prime example, I had a seasonal business that was only open four months a year because there just wasn't enough traffic. And uh, when I first opened my place 20-plus years ago, I didn't know that there wasn't an off-season business. I tried to make a go of it during the summer with the locals. I mean, right out of the gate, I had a super successful restaurant. I captured the public's imagination with this wood-fired pizza theme. I mean, I was at a ski resort, and we just had lines out the door all winter. And I literally made money right out of the gate my very first year I was open. And then I, and then I opened for the summer and I lost my entire profit that I made that winter because there just wasn't any business. And I tried every promotion under the sun because, well, I was in a small town. There were only 2,000 people that lived there year round. 600,000 skiers came through in the winter. And then, you know, when the snow melted, so did my customers. They just went away. And that was a really painful lesson to learn. But that's what was the impetus behind this break-even spreadsheet. I had to figure out how much it cost me to open every day, and if I couldn't at least meet that, then it just made no sense. So I made enough money all year in just a four-month period that I could afford to shut down the rest of the time, and you can too. I mean, if you've got slow a slow night or two, then you're going to lose less money by closing than being open. Well, Raj, I think I, I think that's where I want to go as, as we as we kind of yeah. sum up this series of calls and we talked about the book. What I think is great about your story and, and for operators listening, and you just kind of shared that that piece right there, is that Roger created these systems that we walked through in the book um, to make a restaurant kick butt that's open just four months out of the year. So when you're open only four months a year, there's you talked about this before. You you have no opportunity to make mistakes. You have to yep. you have to nail everything, every opportunity that you're given in those, what, 12, 16 weeks. 
um, to make it happen. You can't make mistakes. And so he's, so, he, so literally he's put all the stuff that he learned in that process down into the book, down into the academy. And so sh- share with folks, you know, quickly your process of writing the book, of building out the, the whole soup to nuts restaurant academy that walks people through how to put these systems into their restaurant. Because if you're not doing that, um, you know, you, you've got to look for a tool, a, a tool to get there. So share a little bit of that. Well, you know, that's a great point, and I'm glad you brought it up. So we can start with the book. So the book is a simple financial tool that starts out with my entertaining journey of learning the restaurant business when I had absolutely no experience. I opened my first restaurant, never having worked in restaurants before, never managing restaurants, and I suddenly had to make a go of it. And the saving grace for me was, you know, I applied business skills. I went to business school, so I knew how to run a business. I just didn't know the restaurant business. I had to learn it. And it was definitely a hard knocks journey. I made lots of mistakes in the beginning. But that's why I created these systems, because I wanted my restaurant to just, you know, I didn't want to just run a restaurant. I wanted to run a business that ran like a Swiss watch, and I wanted to print money. So, James, like you mentioned earlier, I became really, really obsessed with costs and profits, and I analyzed every aspect of my restaurant and dialed in my profits across the board. So, you know, the book Rock Your Restaurant literally walks you through all the mistakes I made so you can avoid them, and then the key critical financial systems that make it simple for you to understand the critical financial numbers you need to look at every single week to make sure that you're not only making money but maximizing your profits. So I make it simple, and once you've got these systems in place, it just takes minutes a week to look at those numbers and know that you're on track or off track. That sort of led to the academy, and the academy I'm really, really proud of because it took me over a year to put together every single thing that I learned, every single system about dialing in profits in my restaurant. So it's got a complete section. If you're starting a restaurant for the very first time, like I did so long ago, it'll teach you every single thing that you need to put in place to open the doors of your restaurant. Whether you're leasing a space, whether you're buying an existing restaurant that someone has for sale, whether you're starting from scratch, if you're buying land and building a building, you know, sourcing POS systems, a basic accounting system, working with bankers, working with accountants. I mean, all the logistics you need to know is in the first module. Then the second module dives right into the critical cost control systems. And then we've got building what I call the dream team staff. And it's all about how to hire the right people, how to train and motivate these people, and how to recognize and reward them so that you don't have turnover, which is a huge bitter pill in this industry. It's like I ran this seasonal restaurant, and I had people that worked for me for 15, 17, 18 years, and my turnover went virtually down to nothing. I think I had a 90% retention rate. And people in the springtime had to go out and get other jobs, but they always came back to me because I created this team that was a family, and we rewarded and we recognized them. They made incredible money. So that system is in there, how to develop a sales team that's not just giving your customers great service but also sell. And then we've got a marketing system that is really a big proponent of not wasting money on traditional you know, advertising and print and radio and TV and all that stuff. It's a shotgun approach you can't track. It's really about how you use your staff, how you use your customers, and the inside four walls of your restaurant to market so that you create buzz in the marketplace and drive repeat business. There's lots of systems that I've come up with that literally use other businesses in your market area that are sort of brand ambassadors for you that recommend your business to their you know, to their customers that drives new business. And I got lots of ideas on how to make that happen. 
And then finally, the last module is all about efficiencies. You know, how do you maximize profits across your restaurant, every department, how you cut waste, minimize spoilage, how you shop food costs, lower every single thing across the board. So, yeah, it's a pretty powerful system. It's got a huge return on investment. But to sum it all up, Jim, I think your question is this. Yeah, I had a four-month restaurant, and I, and I had very little margin for error. We were weather-dependent. If it rained, if it didn't snow, it's like my customer accounts went down. So I really had to drive business. I had to maximize profits and squeeze every nickel out of the place. And I'm really proud to say that, um, you know, in four months' time, we rang $1.2 million year after year after year in just a four-month period. So we had huge, huge, huge business. My staff knew how to sell. And it's like we maximized every opportunity, and that translated to double the net profit of the average full-serve restaurant out there. So we had a 31% net profit margin, which is virtually unheard of in the industry. Absolutely. Yeah, Raj, uh, just kind of from, from my side, listen, listening to that, I mean, if, if, if folks are listening and any, and any of that sounds kind of, kind of interesting or you're in a place where, um, you know, your numbers aren't hitting what you want, um, we'll put some links up there, grab, grab, grab the book, um, go check out Ro- Ro- Roger's Academy link. Um, yeah, you gotta do some homework and yeah, you gotta dig in and, and find the food costs and, and get the, get the systems in place and it's, and you can't build a dream team overnight and, and I've talked with Roger about that. It's a process, but he's gonna give you kind of the roadmap to do that and if you're in a place where you can kind of use that, that advice, I, I recommend doing that. A lot of our members and readers have, have picked up the book, have looked at Roger's stuff and, uh, I highly recommend, uh, doing that. So Roger, as we wrap up this book, I definitely want to do some more, more calls with you on some of these other topics and dig into the marketing stuff again. I, I love talking about that and, and and we'll get into the dream team but we kind of uh we'll put the bow on it on on talking about rocky restaurant we walked through all these spreadsheets tons of stuff there go back and, and find the other the other episodes we literally have just really dug into this stuff really deeply so i, I appreciate it roger so much fun jane thanks very much for uh sharing this information with your audience it's awesome man i just love to help people and help them rock their restaurant yeah, it's been great. It's been great. I always, I always love when you tell, get 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 your stories going, and uh, get some kind of inside tips on on how folks can run can run well. So, all right, everybody, uh, have a great time out there. This has been Jamie Oikel from RunningRestaurants.com, along with Roger Bodwin from Restaurant Rockstars. Thank you so much for listening, and all the best for your restaurant business. Thanks for listening to the Restaurant Rockstars podcast. For lots of great resources, head over to restaurantrockstars.com. And while you're there, download a copy of the book, Rock Your Restaurant. It's a game changer. See you next time.